People are my passion, and this podcast is about just that. Life, love, careers, relationships, the ups, the downs, the funny, and sometimes not so funny things that happen along the way. I think that everyone has a story to tell, and I want to hear it. So join me weekly as I sit down with everyday people from all walks of life to find out what makes them tick. You are listening to Bright Minds with Ashmon. All right, so I felt like I needed to have a little less heavy of an episode. I fully cried with Jared, and I cried again when I listened to his. Uh, Steph and I shed a few tears before we had even got started with ours, so this time I just want to laugh. And let me tell you, there is no one I like laughing with more than this next guest. He is the guy that makes everything a little better, I guess I would say. Uh, Maybe it's because he's always laughing at himself before he even finishes a thought and it's just super contagious. But regardless, Andy Adams, everyone. We're doing this, Andy. We're doing it. We're doing it. Andy. What's up? All right. Why are you so busy and why did this take so long to get you on my podcast? I don't know. I just... uh... (laughs) It's all the life, all the things, all the kids, things. and the travel, and the work, and, I mean, and all the stuff. Your schedule like kind of makes my head spin. Yeah. Are you, just, ever, uh, are you ever just tired? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but this, so this, we just got finished our, our, you know, our fall lacrosse schedule, and it was about four tournaments in a row, weekends. Like four I have to tell weekends you, this away. The, yeah, but this was the most fun I think I've ever had in lacrosse at all. Like I, of all the of all the things we've done. So the kids did great, the girls did great, the boys did great. Everyone got along, the parents, all the things. So it was uh, it was amazing. I love to hear that. Yeah. I feel like I'm jumping ahead because everyone's like, "What is, what's he busy with?" But yes, uh, the Adams have three amazing children who are super athletic, and they all play traveling sports. Mm-hmm. Three kids with traveling sports. Yeah. I mean, I have two kids who don't do any of that and i just like can't even yeah, i'm, I'm, I'm exhausted <laughs> they will don't worry you have plenty of time oh, to uh, to get into the travel sports world which by the way I, I uh sucks that we have to travel and we have to be all over the place in hotels and all the cost did you um i don't know if you listen to my podcast with jared yet but we off track kind of started talking about that because it's it's a it pet peeve of mine really bothered a pet it's, peeve. I don't it, know, that's right word there, it's but really like, good and it's really bad like the tournaments are great you're getting all these teams together and all this i mean they, they're playing five games a weekend um it's amazing but yeah it's a lot of I think expense. it bothers me right it's the expense and the fact that i don't feel like as i said this just <laughs> just last time but you can't play now to me like you can't play yeah. high school middle school sports unless you are at the skill level of these kids who have been on a traveling team since they were like eight years old a lot of these traveling teams are sort of about the money and so you know kids are playing and they're recruiting whether or not the skills are there and it's just it's a big mess but you know what my kids love it um especially george he's the oldest and he's been doing it the longest ruth loves it too and franny's just starting this was her first year um but they just love it. I mean, George is one of those kids. Like we get home from from these tournaments after five games, and he jumps out of the car and grabs a stick and he's runs in the backyard. And he's like shooting and like it's crazy. Way. I've never seen a kid that that's that that loves it so much. That um, makes it easier. That makes it more enjoyable. I mean, you don't feel like you're you're clearly not forcing it. Like this is what they want to do. They love it. They but love I think it. it's you're done with your busy season. And to me, like uh, this is the busy season. Now it's like just no. It's a different way, but it's social. The holidays are here. It's it is one wow. thing I will say. Um, that's that's kind of unique to us for lacrosse is that with lacrosse it's 
four tournaments in the spring, three tournaments in the fall, and they're back to back to back. And you, it's like a band aid. You just get it done. <laughs> you're it gone. You're every weekend. <laughs> you're out, and then you're done. Um, and and I think I like that better than potentially having to, you know, travel one weekend, take two or three off, and stretch it out over the year. It's just it's it's fast and furious, and you're done, and everything is good. And then you come home, and you can get to clean your house and do all your laundry. <laughs> and like, and now it's like social season, yeah. like social business. Yeah, and season. see your friends that you haven't yeah. seen in forever, and, hey, and all the things. Here so we yeah, are. exactly, which is good. Which is good. <laughs> you know, I've been asking Andy to do this with me since the day I decided I wanted to have a podcast, and um. Yay, episode number six. Here yeah, you are. Here I am. Um, Thanks for asking. Speaking of, like, you got some big shoes to fill now. I'm I just really kidding. Kind of <laughs> I really kind I'm of do. Kidding. I'm a little nervous. Um, so I do have a, I have two things I want to do first. Oh, okay, um, okay. One is a correction from the Jared Jagudis episode from last week. I'm so excited for this. So Jared was nice enough to invite me to play in his member guest. Um about a month ago, something in that neighborhood. So, and Jared just absolutely put me on his back and carried me around his golf course for two days. We did pretty good in the tournament. <laughs> so we did bad well. golf game. So yes, he says he sucks at golf. That is crap. So anyone who is like sitting on a first tee with Jared right now, uh, potentially, you know, going to put $5 on the next match or paying for, paying for a beer or whatever, don't let Jared hustle you. Jared is still playing golf and still playing at a very high level. <laughs> and I appreciate him carrying me around the golf course. The other thing is um, from last week, I know everybody probably is listening and, and trying to get it over with. So um, I'm just going to say it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit, shit, shit. There you go. It's done. Now you don't have to worry oh about it. It's out of the way. We don't have to deal with it anymore. It's not, it's not there. It's all oh, good. And, and, uh, and there you go. So, so there you go. Seal's broken. On that the, uh, on made me laugh. Did you? <laughs> Did you realize I did that? I did episode? not until Jared said it, but uh, you know, that's, that's it's good. true and mm -hmm. it's accurate. Mm -hmm. Wait, I think you need to clear up one more thing. Okay. This is the Stephanie episode. You've been mentioned now. Like, do we, is there any error we need to like, no, need there's clean no the error. Air? So, so <laughs> I, it's funny. I, I, um, when I heard that, I was like, oh God, I hope that came out. Okay. We but need to recap. recap. Listen, that, so, so what I will say <laughs> is. I, so your, your wonderful husband, uh, Stephen, talked me into going to Bern for the first time before this trip to the Bahamas. This is the officially the first time I have ever gone to a gym ever in my life. Like, I love ever. it. So I was, you know, I played sports in high school and I did all that stuff, but I, I'm not a gym guy. Like I've never done it. I trained and did like a half marathon when I turned 40. That was brutal. Um, I suck at exercise. But uh, <laughs> but I've been going like pretty steady and I like love it. And Stephanie is a huge part of that. Like I, she is amazing. Like and I didn't think I was going to like it. So I'm going to a gym that used to be all female gym. And then I walk in and it's like all this energy and it's 6 a.m. And I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be terrible. If you know my personality, I'm like, this is going to be hell. Like I'm not going to like this at all. And then I like did it and she is exactly what I need. Like yes. I need that energy and I'm a kind of a slacker so I can. I kind of look around once in a while and then I hear my name coming from the other side and it makes me get back into the exercise. So like, I really am, am, am loving that. And, and Stephanie's a huge part of that. I so, remember yes. we were all sitting here over Christmas vacation last year and there was a special coming up for burn. And Steve was like, I kind of, I kind of want to do this. Do you think I should ask the other guys? And I was like, like, I felt this weird. I was like, I think they're gonna make fun of you. Maybe you shouldn't do that. But burn did used to be geared towards females and now yeah. it is the Burn Bros yeah, is a bros thing. It is Absolutely. not. And so he brings it up to you guys. Somehow you guys go all in. Mm, and now, no, Amy, you like lead the pack now. You are going five days a week. Yeah. That's more than I kind me. Of really love it. Like, what and has I didn't happened think I, here? I have no idea. And I don't even know who this person is that you're talking to because I don't <laughs> do that. Like I tried lifting weights once, too heavy. 
So like that was always my joke, but I um I don't I don't do this. So it's um it's just one of these things. But I really I'm I'm like loving it. I'm really well, enjoying I, it. I hope Stephanie, I think she thought it was funny. It is funny. You're just like so, you know, like that yeah. was well, it's it was um, funny, man. It's good Dang. stuff. I really uh I really love it over there and Stephanie crushes it and you know, as soon as she leaves, I'm quitting burn forever. So Look no at pressure. We're already like so far off script and I just love it. Like we're just rolling with it. We're just rolling with it. Here we go. Here we go. It's good. It's all good. right. All right. We got to get, we have to like start at the beginning, not the very beginning. And then we're going to get to the present day. Okay. So, and that's a part. Okay. You grew up in Maryland. Yep. I know you've got a brother, you've got a sister. Yep. I said this in your intro, but I really, I find you to be very funny. Were you like the funny one growing up or does your family think you're annoying? What's, what's that like? No, I was always silly and, and like messing around and, and, and all the things, but, um, I don't know. I have like the most boring childhood ever. Like I have, is it it too perfect? It's, it really kind of is. Like I grew up, I was born in Delaware and we we grew up in Maryland area and my parents are, my dad's 85, my mom's 80. They've been married for 56 years. I've got like the perfect sister, the perfect brother. Um, we had no issues, you know, we were sort of one of those kind of, you know, middle-class families. We never really, we didn't, we weren't like super loaded or whatever, but we weren't struggling for anything at any time. And, um, yeah, just kind of had like the most boring, perfect childhood. And I'm so grateful for it. It's amazing. Sometimes I wanted my like growing up years to be boring. Like that, that's okay. I'm okay with that there. Mm -hmm. So you have this perfect brother and this perfect sister. And one Mm -hmm. thing that cracks me up, like, I don't know why, just knowing you today and just knowing we're going to like your path through Elon and who you are and your brother. I don't know much about your sister, but your brother is a minister. Yes. Our pastor. Or what's, yes, what's my the... brother is a minister. Okay. Um, he is a reverend for the Presbyterian church and wasn't always. So I, um, so we, we all, I'm in pharmaceutical sales right now. Um, at one point my brother was as well. My sister is still. So, so that he wasn't always. No. Like, so at okay. a, so my brother went to the Citadel. Um, he was a military school guy and, and just went, wholehearted into everything he's ever done. He got out, he got some jobs, he was in sales, he was working pharmaceuticals, and he just decided one day he just didn't love it. And he decided to go to seminary. And that was probably, I don't know how old he was at the time, but he was in his late 20s, probably, um, early 30s. And they moved to Richmond, he went to Southern Seminary in Richmond, and then he went through it, and he became Reverend Chris Adams. And then he (laughs) got his doctorate, and now he's the Reverend Dr. Chris Adams, and he is the most amazing you know, Reverend. Um, in fact, he actually, so he has worked his way all the way up. They live in Nashville right now. And he got a job at a huge church in, in Nashville. Um, and was it was kind of his dream job, right? Like he's working this big church and he's head pastor and, and everything's Is it great. Is like, like a port city here? Like that kind of new it's, school? It's, yes, but it's, okay. no, it's Presbyterian. So it's, okay. it's denominational, traditional, Presby- okay. tr- traditional Presbyterian. But he had found that even at that, he didn't love all the politics and all the it's not corporate America, but all the things There's a that go lot, with. I'm sure, that comes with that. Yes. So he pulled out of that. And so now he actually has joined my sister-in-law in her real estate business. And he is working part-time at a small church in somewhere in Tennessee. Um, I should know the name that's of the place okay. where he's working. But, he got, <laughs> but he's, but he, so he actually is working sort of as a part-time minister um, and, and crushing it and working and more fulfilled, real estate. Like and just happy. wrote a book, by the way, uh, about, he says it's, it's called call me part-time and it's, or it's, it's about the part-time ministry and the church changing into this ministry and doing all these things. So he is like the most incredible, I mean, he, like, everything he does, he crushes it. Gosh. He's like the most perfect person on the face of the planet. And so is my sister, by the way, <laughs> captain of industry, like just the most badass business woman on the face of the planet. Like, um, upper management with a big pharmaceutical company um, and and just 
amazing person always has like the the right thing to say and she's just oh, the best leader yes. and she just crushes like so I'm, Tabitha, man. And then there's me. The you, know. <laughs> you know i know your parents i feel like i've I've met them on several occasions. Mm -hmm. I adore them. I got to meet these siblings because I, I can see it all coming together now. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like mm -hmm. it. Okay. So I feel like I, again, I have this idea of you in college and who you are now, but high school growing up, you were playing golf. Yep. Working at the country club or did I make yes, this up? First job ever. Okay. Uh, 14 years old. I got a job washing golf carts and picking up range balls at our local country club. Um, my, my parents had, were members there and had been members for years. They used to drag us out as kids, kicking and screaming to play golf with them. Yeah. I never wanted to do it. And then when I turned 14, I got a job at Prospect Bay Country Club in, in Maryland and just fell in love with golf, like just like both feet. I was the kid that in the wintertime when it was 20 degrees outside and the golf course was closed, I would come home, layer up put my bag on my back and go walk the golf course by myself every day after, after school. So you're saying George is you just a different sport. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Okay. Absolutely. hundred percent. And I was, and it was it, man, it was, that was all I ever wanted. And, and I loved that job so much. And I think every kid should do something similar to that. It's such a great job. Do you know, what I always remember you telling me about that. I think this is from when you were working there, but one of my favorite things you were saying about raising these kids is you learning how to like charm parents on the golf course. Yes. And I really, this like, resonate with me just thinking about how being charming to adults and being well-spoken can get you so it's far i picture like these parents being like andy adams is so polite there's no way he stole the beers out of our garage fridge like, just like <laughs> to, to, and as far as they know i did not uh, <laughs> steal any beers out of their fridge but um yeah it's a skill i mean and it's a skill you learn it doesn't have to be at a golf course i i hone those skills waiting tables you know these yeah. are things that i think all kids should should learn how to do is say yes sir and say yes ma'am and put a smile on your face and try to disarm somebody instead of starting to yell and scream at people or complain about what's going on or whatever it is. And these are all things I think you learn. And golf course was a perfect opportunity to do that. You know, we're carrying, you know, Mrs. Whatever's yes. bag out of her car, out of her car, and put it on a <laughs> golf cart. She's giving us a quarter and we're saying, thank you so much. Yes, ma'am. A quarter. Stop. Yeah, absolutely. How are you, baby? Oh, man. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it was, yeah, it was, it was two pence or whatever it is. Now. It's, uh, no, absolutely. hundred percent got a couple of quarter tips uh, from old ladies at the golf course. And it was great. And you have to say thank you, even though you don't want to. And, um, you know, my mom said to me and mama, I love you. This is, I appreciate you saying this hurt my feelings a smidge, but she was kind of right. She said the other day she was over here. And she was trying to talk to Trip, and she was like, "Ash, he, he's at that age. He's kind of hard to talk to. Like, he, I'm sitting down with him. I'm trying to talk to him. And somehow, I'm thinking of this conversation. I'm like, I got to work on this. Like, I do think being able to have a conversation and talk to it doesn't have to be adults because you're getting older, but being able to look someone in the eye and have a conversation and be polite gets you so far. It's amazing. I was never the brightest ball. Clearly, <laughs> you guys have heard me, me do these things." But I'm doing okay in life. And I Amen. think I've always been able to communicate well. Well, and I think, you know, you we're both in now. sales, right? So yeah. this is part of the job is to be able to, even if you don't want to, is to put a smile on your face and pretend like you're having the best time of your life. And part of that, sometimes you are. And I, I don't want to sound you know, disingenuous Absolutely. by any means. Most of the time I really am. But it's a skill you learn, I think, growing up. And that's the skill that I picked up working at a golf course when I was little is, yes, we were like screwing around on the range and like, <laughs> jumping golf carts over the bumps and shooting bottle rockets at each other and doing all the dumb stuff that 14 and 15 year old boys do. But then when you walked out front, you had to put that smile on your face and yes, ma'am, let me get that for you and let me help you with that. And I think it's a huge, 
it's a huge skill that can be learned from from that job but there's a million other jobs that you do that yes um, you think it almost it should be something easy to teach your kids or teach them but i'm finding it like also my personality maybe it was always one in which that came easy it's harder to now too because everybody's got their face on a phone all day long oh, and the kids are doing it and i'm seeing it with my kids and i'm trying to do it all day <laughs> long but it's really hard and i just had to correct Actually, I just corrected Ruth this week. She just wouldn't love me saying this right now, but I don't, I someone came up and talked to her and she was looking at her phone and she's, she was nice enough and polite enough, but she never looked up. So it's like, no, when someone's talking to you, look up, look them in the eye and, and talk to them and put the phone down. And How it's really hard, man. I hate that? these stupid things. I hate all this. I mean, I love the devices and I love all the technology, but it's it's making it different. It's making it hard. We never had that growing we up. We never had that. Know? I do. I appreciate having friends who are a little bit older and I, I, I can't say enough how much I adore your children. Can you picture Ruth doing nice. that? She like walks on water to me, but <laughs> I feel like between you guys, my sister-in-law is like paving the way and helping us navigate that. Cause honestly, I didn't even correlate those two things together, which I should have. Cause that's such a, I'm sure that's a huge reason why well, that has shifted. I don't know. It's terrifying. I have no idea what the right thing to do. Is I think anymore. it's one of the reasons. And it's just, I mean, there's not, re there's no reasons. Every kid and your kids are, by the way, your kids are amazing. Trip Thank is you. the greatest kid on the planet. <laughs> I love Lucy so much. Um, it's just it's just different right like it's just different now that we're growing up in this world where everything is instant everything is right at the tip of your fingers and you know you have to really kind of teach kids patience sometimes too because they're used to <laughs> hey i want to know something oh i know i can just pull this stupid thing out of my pocket and look at it i want to hear a song i want to see yes. a video yes. gosh it's the good old days looking for like the top 10 on b94 we're having to drive the sam goody and buy like a <laughs> yes. like a cd of this oh, like a song yes. and then like hey i like this song but then you find other things now they got it all like instant it's it's insane it's not their fault you know no, not, i mean whose fault is it <laughs> it's your fault no, I'm just, yeah. I, I have no idea whose fault it is but it's you know and it's not a bad thing either by the way it's amazing they like the things that they can learn from having all this true they're, like they don't have to go through the encyclopedia to do a, <laughs> a report anymore i remember having that thing like we had them all on that so the andy we are about a decade apart which mm, i was about to right, get into right. yeah, but right. i remember when my dad got this computer with the encyclopedia but it was on like discs so like i didn't have to like yeah, look through the so books cool. anymore <laughs> like, yeah, like, right. all right all right so here this perfect transition this will uh -huh. go into next elon woo -woo. Ooh, I love Elon so much. <laughs> all Best right guys college ever i'm moving to this house uh almost three years ago <laughs> and the two people living directly behind me also graduated from elon which it's i think actually everyone listens to this podcast now probably knows of elon when i was going there Nobody knew when you were going there. You were the. Did you go to Elon University or did you go to? Listen, I was I was a Phoenix. Okay, uh, there was no fighting Christian. I was the, I was a fighting Christian. Um, it wasn't fighting Christian either. It was the fighting Christians. We were the fight. We stole the mascot from the fighting Irish, and we just changed his clothes and put him in different uh, different colors. I mean, I love it though. I do. I feel like yes, yeah, a decade apart, but Elon's Elon. Like, it was the I feel like this place. instant bond to you guys when I knew that you went there. Like I, I love that school it. so much. I really do. I was I just want to say, how much did you love? I love Elon. everything about that place. Um, I, it was the the best time of my entire the life. Like best I just love for, that school. I always get scared. I say that all the time, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I mean, I love my life now. <laughs> mm. I loved mm. college, and I feel so sad when people didn't like what I mean. It was so it was fun. So, fun. so I have this like vision of you, this long hair, which. 
before when I post this, I need an old school Andy Adams picture to side by side. I don't side. know if there's a whole lot of this. Oh, my mom, one. my mom may have destroyed <laughs> all of those. Uh, there may be one or two around still. Yeah. So, I, I so Andy was a long-haired frat guy. Yeah. The frat no longer existed, sadly, by the time I got to Elon. His wife Jody was in a sorority that I almost was in. I was torn, but regardless, I knew that sorority that is still like thriving as long as I know. But you guys didn't actually meet at Elon. Nope. I'm Which sure may be a blessing. I think it was. <laughs> I've always say I'm so glad I didn't meet Steven until after college. Mm -hmm. Okay, so tell me, I mean, it's everything. So you go through Elon, you have the best four years, you're in this return. Did you have a serious girlfriend in college? I did, actually. I oh. met her. Who is this gal? So her, uh, we met uh, winter term freshman year. Time out, um, time out. Winter term is the best thing that oh my God, ever God, existed. Summer school were the greatest times of, of all. Like, <laughs> I did them all. Oh, me too. Um, for those of you that don't know, Elon has uh, it's has a winter term, so th three it's weeks? a three yeah, three, three weeks, weeks. in three January. Weeks. You have one class, and it starts at noon. So I'm just gonna let your imagination go from there. It yeah. was fun. Noon to three, and yeah, you know, four <laughs> days a week potentially. Maybe. Four days a week, noon to three. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. And everyone's like, oh, God, mm -hmm. it was fun. Sorry, okay. mom and dad, but uh, yeah. yeah, that was a blast. Thanks for paying for so that. So we one. met. So we <laughs> met freshman year. Or excuse me, we met winter term freshman year, and we dated till after graduation. Five no years. Way. Um, very, yes, absolutely, 100%. Um, her older brother Who was actually an older brother of the fraternity that I joined. So I had to pledge under her older brother, which was That's kind of not fun. So you're and, dating you know, his little sister and you're his little sister. Yeah, that was this is right. complicated. It got a little, it got a little hairy Abusive. at times, I'm, I'm but, sure. um, yeah. but it was fine and it was good. And then just, you know, after college, it was, we just kind of were done. So, um, wait, I'm sorry. What, do you, what does that mean? <laughs> we just, it just kind of, it just. Like, did you move here? She moved there? No. So she, she actually graduated. So I, we started at the same time. We were same year. I had some fun in college uh, sure. at the beginning and took a little break, uh, went home for a little while, got a job on a construction site, worked an entire semester. My jaw is like on the ground right now. I didn't know any of this. Absolutely. So I went <laughs> home, like I had a okay. 1.75 GPA potentially. And, and, uh, unfortunately, Look so, where you are now. <laughs> so the, the, I guess the good thing is I called my dad and said, I think I need to take a break first before he called me and said, uh, get your ass home and, and go to work. But I went home and I worked a whole semester on a construction site. Actually, one of the greatest jobs ever, too. I loved it. I was a laborer. I was the. I was. Is the that how you became just, Handy Andy? Yeah, that's how I like. I learned how to like play with like play with tools and do some stuff. But it was one of those jobs. I remember thinking to myself, like, this is awesome. I really love this, but I don't know that I want to do this forever. And so I got okay. my stuff back together, and I went back to my dad and said, "I'm. I think I'm good. Can I go back?" And he sent me back. So I that put me in. A, that put me a semester behind. So okay. she graduated. Uh, regular time i finished in december moved to charlotte like it just kind of it just kind of fizzled and kind of was done and um it was okay. weird like it was weird and it took me a long time to like get over that to be honest with you. it was like kind I, of strange it was five years we were going um, five years. i never had that i i said this in my you know intro off air version of the episode with steven whatever episode zero that he was really my first 
serious. I can't imagine. I don't know. He's my first serious boyfriend. So to think that you dated someone all through college. Mm -hmm. And her name rhymed with mine and it was kind of oh, like no. disgusting. Her name was did Mandy. you? Was like uh, Mandy, Mandy. I was going to say, yeah, like, I want to know all the things, horrible. but did you think like, was there a point in time where you guys were like, we're going to get married? This is it? I don't know. Yeah. Pro I think I probably, I did. I'm not sure she ever did, but okay. I, I, yeah, maybe at some that's point. A, I mean, we were adult. together for a long like, time. And that's yeah. a long time. Um, you know, and, and so, yeah, I guess so. But it right. just, it, and we haven't kept up and we don't really, you know, it's one of those things. I don't I want to say it was an ugly breakup or anything because it wasn't, but it was just kind of done. Yeah. And so for the next few years, I didn't really date anyone and just kind of. I'm was, trying to picture you on a date now, like in Charlotte, like going to talk to a girl at the bar. <laughs> it's brutal. I, I don't know why. I have a negative game. By the way, um, I just like um, say this is nowhere on my script, but now okay, I'm like yeah, loving this. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> I have, you can ask my wife. Yeah, you can ask Jody. She knows I have no game. I, I don't know. George makes fun. I don't know. You're pretty into your funny. My son uh, makes fun of me uh, and, okay. and tells me I have, uh, I have no game. The thing is, the guys that have the game though are usually pretty douchey. I'm like, I accept. Yeah, I did right. love Jared's yes, pick up right. line with um, Bronwyn. Like that was amazing. I was like, that would work, Johnny. I couldn't pull that one. Off. Okay, so Jody is. Do you guys ever? I wonder if there's like this group picture of you guys and you're in it together and you don't even know it, but regardless, I don't know. Cause our, my fraternity and her sorority, we like right? hung out like the, to like I was, so I was in a, this underground like animal house fraternity that is not around anymore. <laughs> um, and then she was in her, her sorority and, and like, they were kind of like brother, sister sororities, like yeah. fraternity. Like we hung out with them all the time and did parties. So I'm sure we ran across each other at some point, but, but so, no. so how, so you re, or not reignite because you didn't know each other. No. You meet each other at your at, best friend's wedding. So my best friend married her best friend who also both went to Elon, um, who really didn't know each other that well at Elon either. They met in DC. They got married. We met at their wedding. I feel the need to say too, to not know each other at Elon, especially when we were small both there. School. It was a small school. I think T and Jenny knew each other a little bit, but okay. not that well. And then they kind of uh, started hanging and out. Everybody was Greek. DC. So I feel like especially you knew the Greek world like that. Mm -hmm. Jeez, we were, I felt, we that, were off campus. I sound like we such a like, nerd we saying were, that. We were, we were <laughs> it was, uh, it was maybe. All right, so you meet Jody and done. done, done. Oh, that's cute. Done. done. Like we hung out that first night. We after the after the reception, um, I was living in Charlotte. She was living in Maryland. She'll tell you, and and I, she's right because she's right. Uh, I was like, oh, well, I'll see you at some point, and then she was like, nope, nope, we're gonna, I'm gonna see you soon, you know. And she actually got in her car and drove to Charlotte. The first time and and came to my house and wait what does communication look like, like back then? did you guys swap numbers and somebody had to call it was somebody? like i sent a pigeon uh, i sent like a carrier pigeon like <laughs> i put like a little of those little notes in a, on the bottom of a pigeon's foot he flew all the way there it took like a week and a half uh and then we got it all back it was perfect uh there was phones ash um we, you know we actually both had cell phones it was cool uh you know, like, they were the ones that had that game on it. What was the game Minesweeper or whatever it was? The old Nokia phones, but they were phones. Yeah, it was cool. Um, All right. I was like 29 at the time, so it's I'm not, dying. That far ago, not that long ago. But no, so she like, came listen, to Charlotte. Steven slid into my Facebook messages. So like, you know, know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, we didn't do like... all that stuff, but we did have phones. Um, it was cool. That's amazing. Um, all right, so she comes to visit you in Charlotte. She came to visit me in Charlotte. And we just... had the greatest weekend ever. It was and like, then, hey, like, let's move move somewhere together so we dated long distance for a long time yeah. i would go up there she would come here i mean i swear she so she came to that first weekend in charlotte and like I, of course i was done and i don't know if she was or not but we were like joined to the hip 
at that point. Why is this so cute? Her sister like made fun of us all the time because we were this, we were this, we were those idiots (laughs) that would go like to a restaurant, sit in the same booth, like on the same side of a booth. Oh yeah, we did all that stuff. We were like joined at the hip. It was perfect. Um, And I think we still, I don't know, 16 years we just hit. uh, I love it. She's amazing. Um, You know, when I think about you guys and knowing funny little, um, again, I, I hope you're, kids don't listen to this but if you are you're honest with them just picturing this was back in the day like you do like guys jody is like this fitness instructor extraordinaire just smoke show just lovely and she's like picture you guys used to smoke cigarettes together oh, like yeah. why does this make me laugh so much? oh yeah like that oh but yeah the point of this is like to me you guys grew together as a couple where that doesn't always happen like what if she was who she is now and you're still long-haired and you smoking cigarettes like it wouldn't work like how do we know when we're meeting our person that we're all gonna like grow and change together i think you just know i mean i don't know it was one of those people ask all the time like how do you know how do you know there's no answer to that question you just know like i I knew right away we were hanging out that first night in that bar in this i don't remember the name of the hotel but it was in the king of prussia right outside of philadelphia Philadelphia, yeah that's where the wedding was and just talking and and everything was good and and uh, again i have no game so like (laughs) I think she wanted to talk to me and I didn't, I didn't even know. And then somebody finally was like, Hey, stupid, go talk to her. And I finally was like, Oh really? Okay, cool. So, you know, I have to get hit over the head with a sledgehammer once in a while. Um, but you just know, I, I don't know. Somehow we just both knew and it was, it was just perfect. So we dated for a year then we got engaged. We were engaged for a year and then we got married. Um, Sounds you know, similar. We, we were only Raleigh to Wilmington, but yeah. You know, a yep. year, then I moved here for a year, then we got engaged and yep. just all got fell married, in the line. started having kids, you know, boom, boom, boom. I do. I got, also love how she thing. like laughs at your jokes all the time and lets you be you at the same time. Now, again, I'm not there all the time, but I remember asking her once, I'm like, do you always laugh at me? And she was like, for the most part. Listen, I'm sure. <laughs> it gets old after a while. Yes, absolutely. 100%. The same with my kids. They're, they'll still laugh at my stupid jokes, my stupid dad jokes, but, uh, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Quick little intermission and shifting gears because i don't know we've been all over the place i feel like maybe that's what's going to make this podcast super fun is uh we're off script we're, we're just like off, <laughs> right. no, it's just i'm rolling with it all right i want to circle back to this because we talked about it earlier but it's something i enjoy this topic of conversation and it's not one you typically have the dude but i'm interested in it so i feel like we seemingly parent in similar ways mm-hmm. i guess you don't always know because i'm not we're not behind closed doors mm-hmm. but i feel like from when we're observing each other and you know of course we went on vacation together that's something that we do have in common and it is hard to say because our kids are completely different ages which i actually love that our kids are mm-hmm. not spot on but i love how you guys do this so like what's the conversation look like with you and jody like what's your parenting philosophy like tell me some things because i love your kids you're doing it well i want to hear this so a lot of like Locking them in a closet, <laughs> like beating them with belts. <laughs> Sorry, you I'm waited until I took a sip of my wine to do that. <laughs> I'm um, I don't know. I don't know that we've ever had a conversation about like our parenting philosophies or whatever it is. I feel like so it's it's probably like kind of douchey to say, but um, one of my favorite bands, Michael Franti, like is I love the guy so much. I love his message. I love everything. He put it so perfectly to me, and this is what we preach to my kids all day long. Here's a song called Work Hard and Be Nice. And literally, I wrote that on the sign of my house. And it's all we ever talk to my kids about. It encompasses absolutely everything. So this is what I try to teach my kids all day long is if you follow those two things, I think you'll cover just about everything, right? So just work hard and be nice. 
work hard at school, work hard, you know, at home for your chores or whatever you're going to do. And then just be nice. It's not that hard. It seems so easy. I know it's, it's I know I'm oversimplifying life like a million times, but it is since I heard that song or whatever it was, I've never heard anything like put more perfectly in my life. It's kind of how I've always tried to live my life and how I've always tried to raise the kids. But then I heard the song and I'm like, oh, there you go. That's it. Perfect. We'll just go with that. Work hard, be nice. It is true. There's, I love it. It, yeah. it encompasses absolutely everything. So, so for me, you know, I, I think Jody and I are, I know we're on the same page because we're raising our kids together, but like I try to make sure my kids know that their conscience is sort of everything. Um, and like it, when they do something wrong, they need to understand. Like when you feel like, oh crap, that probably wasn't the right thing to do. Like that's the that's the voice you need to listen to. Right. And you're always gonna you're gonna screw up. You're gonna do dumb stuff. You're gonna say stupid crap to your friends, and they're gonna hurt their feelings. And they're gonna you're gonna do dumb shit for your whole life, right? But that that like inner voice, right? Like that inner like mm, that probably wasn't right. Listen to that one because if that's what's saying that's not the right thing to do, then that's not the right thing to do. And kids are gonna screw up. And so we try we not to be that. too hard on them for being stupid or doing stupid stuff. Well, they're all we try, teachable moments, exactly, right? Like learning. They're, they're kids. I'm yeah. stupid. I do stupid stuff all the time. But like. We try not to be too hard on them for the first time. If they keep doing the same dumb stuff over again, then we try to, you know, we, we try to correct Absolutely. that from there. But we always try to be, you know, try to teach them under that, like, work hard and be nice. Were you working hard? Were you being nice? Okay, good. No, I don't no, know. Like I said, it may I, be, like, super no, stupid. No, but I think like, it's working. I like it. But you know what I think is interesting? I actually, I do love that. And I've got a Franti quote over here on my message board. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Today yes, is a good I day to have a good day. What day is not? I love him so much. He's um, so me amazing. too, man. He's so I, appreciate you for like i knew who it was but like, i don't I think i appreciate like, him so enough good. and now that is blasting this house a I'm, lot we saw him a couple a few years back um he came to wilmington he comes every year and like he is just so it's the greatest show ever it is it's the best it's, happy and positive yes, it's not you know? political it's not religious it's just hey everybody just be nice to each other like can we <laughs> like good lord how yes, easy is right? it like just be nice we can disagree we can do whatever but just be nice just work hard be nice so what i think is so interesting about parenting to me is like you don't know if you're doing it well no. if that if that makes sense it's no. like like with my job right we both similar-ish jobs like i have goals um i get ranking reports i get uh emails that maybe tell me how well i'm doing or sometimes Yep. how I'm not doing well. There's like an EBITDA. So I know like if work center is profitable, like all the things, there's numbers, there's this. With your kids, I just, where is the scale? Like, how do I know if I'm doing this I think right? the scale is your kids. I think the scale is your kids. Like, I think you can tell whether or not your kids are doing do the right thing. Do you think you know? Like, does that, okay. I I, right? Do you think people know if their kids like aren't I don't know. Uh, oh, I'm scared so. now. I'm scared. I'm about to head down a path. I mean, I think so. I don't know. I, I think so. And yeah, your kid's going to act like an idiot. I have a 14 year old son. Like he's going to act like an idiot. Mistakes are fine. Right. But at the end of the day, again, I, I love talking to your kids. This is like, sounds silly, but like I drove in the, I drove George up to the school, whatever. He's a mascot one day. I'm like, we talked the entire time. It was so easy. They're polite. That's Again, an expectation. I, right? Like, I feel like they're allowed yes. to make mistakes, but I enjoy their yes. company. I enjoy who they are. And we do parent that kind of stuff. Like, that's yeah. an expectation. Like, you're going to not look at your phone. You're going to talk and you're going to respond and you're going to be nice. And that's part well, of the whole be nice. Well like, done. Hard, be nice well thing. Done. Like, but, but again, I think a lot of times, you know, and it's it's one of these dumb things you hear from these old people all the time. Like, they're not your friends. They're not your friends. But at the end of the day, like, 
my kids aren't my friends. They're my kids and we're friendly and we can be friends at times, yeah. but at the end of the day, those are my kids. And when they screw up, that's my job to pull them back where they need to be. And not in a mean way. I, don't, I joke. I don't hit my <laughs> It was funny. Much, it was funny. Sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I, but, but that's the, that's the job. And, and it's, I think, you know, it's easy to try to just make everything good and be friends all the time. It's, it's not e as easy all the time to, to, to pull it back. Right. Like, and it's, yes. it doesn't always have to be yelling and screaming. Kids, kids respond differently. I, I remember when, so when, when George was a bait, was a kid, we tried the whole spanking thing. Right. Like, and so he's like, he was messing up. He used to, he used to lay on his back and kick the door. Like it, you know, <laughs> it is George. one of those things that makes me see red, like the door, like when they're just slamming yeah. doors and kicking doors. So he used to lay on his back in his room and just put his, both his feet on the door and kick it. So I went in there and I spanked him one day for it. I'm not a spanker. I'm not like, whatever. I mean, Andy I'm not against like, it. I get it. I'm You're like, this it, is a teachable right. movie. You're like, I'm learning myself. But he hit me back. And then like, oh, he like yeah. hit me back and then I spanked him again. Then he hit me back. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh crap. I'm what like am a, I five a six year old. Like, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. Like, We don't want this. So, but Ruth is, so we, so we don't spank it. Like he, it's like that we learned right away. Like, nope, he's not a kid that responds to spankings. <clears throat> Ruth, on the other hand, we spanked her one time. It was a threat of that when she was a kid. Now again, she's twelve now. That's right, that's all a that ship is Like we're yes. way past all that crap now. But so each kid's different. You just have to find out what's like how they respond to things and what they are. My dad was the king of the guilt trip. We joke about it all the time now. My dad <laughs> could make you feel about an inch tall just by oh, winning. Oh no! He never had to raise a hand. Never had to do a thing. My mom would sneak up behind you and and, and you know and give you the spank. We call her the stealth spanker. Um, she would just, you know, before you knew it, you were uh, three feet in yeah. the air with a nice bank. And so it's, it's just the way things are. What works and, for you, and right? What works for you. And can kids respond differently? I different was scared of my mom. Heavens. That's mm -hmm. just crazy to think about. I remember calling Stephen one day and I was home on maternity leave, which is just, just a nightmare in itself. <laughs> just sorry. It was with Lucy and I had both kids. Like Trip wasn't in school yet. I, I didn't think this through. So I have both kids with me and Trip had, he's like two and a half and it'd come up and like hit Lucy. Who's like four weeks old and my instinct was to want to hit trip like to spank trip then i'm like what what is that like okay right. this is not let's fast forward though but right. i was like what am i teaching him i'm hitting him he's hitting her what are we doing exactly here? but it, but every kid is is different so some kids will respond well right? to one spanking i'm not one of those parents that thinks like spank 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 yeah. they'll eventually get it but if they respond to that the so, one spanking leads to like, hey, you want another one? And then they correct themselves. You know what I mean? It's not right. Threats. But what I wouldn't get to know. be back to like, to me, that was an easy phase of parenting. Where you guys are now is like, is not easy. I actually think you're hitting third grade. I'm like, oh my goodness. And everyone's been like, yeah, third grade things get real. Like he has learned a lot heard a lot like it's getting real it's george is in eighth grade i know like right eighth grade but i i do i want you guys to know that like i admire your guys parenting i feel like i'm nice, turned to you and think of you guys a lot when i'm like what do i do what do i do well, way, do you know idea. one of my favorite things this is a little quick steven story but he was golfing with his buddies in pinehurst i don't remember how many years ago it's irrelevant they end up making friends with like a these, these two older gentlemen are playing in front of them and somehow they all end up talking they find out that these guys have young kids and early on in parenting. And the guy says somewhere along the line, he says to these, this group, don't let your kids be pieces of shit. That was his biggest yep. piece of advice. Yep. And I was like, I kind of love that. Yep. Like, that's all I want. Yep. Right. How do we like, are we doing that? I think so. I hope so. I, we were, we were actually on our way home from, 
from something at one point and and something had happened with some other people like parents whatever it was and we were all in the car and the kids were little and i don't usually i guess i've gotten a little worse lately because of the <laughs> kids but at the time i really didn't um but we had that conversation with with the kids and i said look kids that like you have to understand the world's full of assholes and so two things don't be one and don't be surprised when you run across one and so and that it was a good lesson i think to have for the kids um of it happens okay so kind of in a funny way because i do admire you guys as parents and talking about parenting with you is funny but it reminds me of like one of my favorite things that you say which has been used in a lot of contexts <laughs> but i'm gonna keep it here um, and sometimes when we're just like, everyone's getting a little too wild and we're like, just, just take me off this planet. Yeah, like <laughs> I just went off this planet. I told my kids, I told my kids at one point, that's my goal for them in life is to, um, create life on another world so I can just go somewhere else. I mean, uh, Andy, it's like, so I funny. Times. Like why is everyone so sensitive and so <sighs> absurd? And that's now adding another element on Actually, to like our parenting. I don't want to get your podcast canceled by any means, <laughs> so I'm going to keep my stupid opinions to myself, which, by the way, is what I try to do in life anyway. I'm, I'm very, uh, you know, but um, I don't know. It's it's there's a lot of craziness out there in the there. world, and now that we're raising kids in it, it's and let me let me Ooh. preface this with like Amy and I are um, truthfully very nice and non-judgmental i feel like that's one of the things we be. bonded over like yeah i, try I think be. i might like people a little more than you but you're up there with me you're I really up there like people that much. <laughs> Stop that. Yes, you do. <laughs> i really i i'm not judgy i'm just i'm wide open but sometimes i'm like ah things are a little it's a it's a bit much and i think crazy. that when i'm trying to like teach my kids and tell them new things or try to navigate where we're living in i'm like you know what I'm tapping out today. I can't take me out. Take me out. Take me out. I mean, planet. again, it comes back to the parenting <laughs> thing, but I think sometimes, like, we try to say just the right thing, the perfect thing all the time. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just got to call it what it is. Like, it just is what it is. And here's what I think, son or daughter. And you're able to make your own decision. I'll never tell any of my kids how to think by any means. Oh, I like that. But here's what I think. Um, hopefully, I'm someone that, you know, you respect. <laughs> At some point, <laughs> you don't have to listen, whatever it is. But, you know, like this is my perspective on things. And I'm not always going to agree with all the stupid shit that goes on in the world right now. I'm sorry. I'm just not. Right. Uh, and it does. It scares me for them because I think that people should be allowed to have time out. That, <laughs> hey, guys, that's my alarm going off for um trip uh, to do his flashcards, his math oh, nice. flashcards. So hold tight. Alexa, as as I don't have turn timer off. <laughs> And you know what? I might not even edit Actually, this out. I'm going to keep going. Yeah, that's pretty good at math. I can do flashcards. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. So I think it scares me because I want them to have their own opinions. I had opinions when I was 15. Mm -hmm. I had opinions when I was 25. Right. I had opinions when they were 35. They're not all the same. Nope. And they're not all even good. Right? Exactly. Right. But, yep. but they're not filmed. They're right. not recorded. They're not in writing. I was allowed to be me and to grow and to change. And that's what I think scares me. And that's what, like... I don't know if that all ties together, but that makes me laugh when oh. you say that because it's true, but it, do you know what I'm saying? This is, oh, this is the heart of what I talk about when I say I went off this planet is that I feel like all those opinions you were just talking about were all somewhat informed. And I feel like right now, all the opinions coming from all the stuff, right? The, the phones and the social media, the news and all the things 
they're just everything seems to me like, and I'm not going to get political. I promise, I'm not political at all. <laughs> nope, By the way, I'm the most independent dude on the face of the planet. <laughs> I swear to God. If there's one but thing you and I cannot like talk targeted, about, it's whether it's targeted from one side or another, like everything is just targeted. Everything's manipulated, and like, you know, you watch all that. I watched that um, the social dilemma, you know, and it's, yes. it's talking about social media and like. But it's not just that; it's it's the news, and it's and it's and it's it's just everything is like manipulating their minds at this point. And so you want to make sure that that while you say I have an informed a informed position about this, is it really informed, or is it informed the way that this stupid device or this news sure. station or whatever this person wanted it to be informed? And and so this is the things I struggle with all the time. By the way, I have no answers, and like I really right. have no opinion about any of it. I really don't. I'm not like slanted one way or the other. I just think and everything I think, is so messed up. I wish it was okay to have an opinion at 15 or 25 that you don't have today. And somebody's not fact checking you. Like, no. well, you said, I'm like, well, heavens, like, I hope, I hope I'm different oh, I today. Tons of I, dumb shit when I was a kid. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. My goal is to, to keep being more informed and changing my opinion and growing and changing. And I just, I cannot take when somebody is canceled for something that they say. I agree. And I, I think I think that's the hardest part is that how do you become informed when you don't really know what the information is, right? Like, because everything is slanted one way or the yes. other. Everything is trying to make you think a, a certain way. Um, and that scares me, you know, for the kids. And again, not, I'm not going to get all political about things or whatever it is, but I... I'm not like doomsday scared for everybody, but it does scare me <laughs> sure. having kids that are growing up in this society where um, I do think everything is sort of targeted at them, Absolutely. you know, information wise and everything is just trying to make them think a certain way. Maybe it's always been that way and it's just more now. Maybe I'm just old and I just know it or just I'm noticing whatever. I don't yeah. know, but. That's right perspective. It's like now right? I know. Yeah. You know, it's this scary. is, I do feel like I like having these conversations with you because it makes all right, Andy guys is just, I've mentioned this a hundred times now, but he's funny and happy and easy, but we can have real conversations. But at the same time, I don't know that I've ever seen you stressed. Like does Andy Adams get stressed oh, out? Yeah, Andy Adams stresses all the oh, time. Oh, what does yes. that look like? Tell me, tell me. It looks exactly like this. <laughs> it looks exactly like, like I'm this. going up tonight. I'm spiraling about. No, <laughs> I, I, I get stressed in a different way. It's funny. I, um, I don't know. It's it's. I think it's partly partly the way I was raised. We I come from this family, and I have the the most wonderful family on the face of the planet. Um, but we we are one of those. We are some of those people that the the the, the most stressful thing that I can do is to make you think that I'm stressed. Like I cannot stand <laughs> for other people to, to think about me and worry about me. So like that makes me more stressed. So like when I'm stressed, we're not talking about it. We're gonna like. I'm gonna deal with it. We're good. Jody and I will will we'll handle things. She's. I'll let her in a little bit, but we're just. And Jody, it like drives Jody insane because it's. Like, I was just about to say, is this healthy? Like, what do you? I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I don't I, and that's why I don't get a therapist because they probably <laughs> would disagree with me. And I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that. Um, but like, it, it's even like the dumb stuff. Like, you know, who? It's you know that old conversation. Like, oh, what do you want for dinner tonight? And it's like, oh, I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. What do you? Want? Ugh. Ugh. Uh, yes, exactly right. <laughs> and that's the thing. So like, sure, I stress. I'm stressed right now. I'm, I'm going to be looking for a new job in a month or two and like super stressful. But two things. One is that's for me. I'll, I'll deal with that. And second, it's not going to do any good for me to like whine and cry about it. I got it. I'll figure sure. it out and everything will be good and I'll and I'll deal with it. Right. Like so. And we all are different. Like I 
and I don't try to put on everybody else, but I do, I do need to talk something through like a hundred times. And that's times cool, by the way. Like, I, and by the way, I am there. Like, give me a, give me a cold beer and I will sit there and listen all the time. I have. I've been like, Andy, can you talk to me for a and minute? For me, it's one of those things. I just, it makes me more stressed to, to put anything on anybody else. I took one of these like stupid, um, it was like a long time ago when I first got into pharmaceuticals. I took one of those like, like a personality. Yeah, oh, it's I knew called the platinum heading. rule. Yeah. I don't know if you ever heard of the platinum rule, but it was like it broke everyone down into like director, socializer, thinker, relater, right? And you take these yeah. questions, and I've and, and I've done a million of them. Like one of them's red, blue, yellow, and green. Right. right. So this test has been now. I, what's the new school one called? Britain just uh, Britain I just, I just did one. It was colors, like the oh. color thing. But Whatever keep going. I digress. I'm sorry. But I scored like so. Far up on the relator side of things, it was it scored like super high on this on the relator scale, like so high up it was ridiculous, totally right? Like, and I was a thinking relator, like not a socializer, not a director by any means. I like to socialize, I like to have a good time, but like, so that's what in my mind, like that that relator thing. I'm always, and it's I'm sometimes to a fault. Like, I'm I'm a little too cognizant of like everyone's thoughts Is about that a what's going fault, on. Though? Maybe because I'm relating. Do you feel like I this? Think it can be. Andy, that is. That is me in a nutshell. It's an like, overthinking I just, I kind it. of a thing. No, I think I just, I empathize. I can see the other side. I just, I feel like I get where people are coming from. And I like that about myself. Well, me too. And I, I do think that about myself too. And I like that too. But sometimes it can get in the way, right? You're like trying to read the room so much. You just don't even figure it out. Well, and so people get mad when you're too goes, empathetic on every side. Because I'm like, oh, I have right. an opinion. I'm in the middle. <laughs> and to back to your original question about do I ever get stressed? Sure I do. But like the relator in me will not ever let anyone else know that. And and they'll let me, I'll let you know. I'm not that guy. Like I'm not going to bottle it all up until I explode and like I'm going to go yeah. postal or whatever. I don't think. Maybe. I hope not. I hope, I hope not. not. I hope not. <laughs> um, but, 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 you know, that's just, just the way it is. I would rather, it makes me more stressed for other people to worry about me being stressed than actually just being stressed. I do get that. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. It makes me worry a little bit just because we're wired differently because mm -hmm. I need, and again, it's not like I'm calling every, but like when I had something going on with my job, I'm calling you. When I have parenting stuff, I'm calling for, I need. By the way, I the relator need, in me loves that, by the way. Okay. Bring it, bring well, it, like it. I need to talk it mm -hmm. out mm -hmm. at least 10 times bring before it. I know how I feel about something. Yep. The relator in me loves that. I, I want to take that personality test because I feel like I would somewhere later. It was right cool. It was there. called the platinum rule. I remember it. It was Why 20 years I ago I took of, about it. There's a, like, the new one and there's an, in a, it, oh uh, snap, an enneagram. Brittany Middle, I'm so sorry, I'm botching this, but okay. All right, so when I wrap these up or shift gears to the end, um, typically I like to bring it back to myself because I can only talk about somebody else. Those are pretty awesome. You know? By the way, you're crushing this podcast. Oh, like, really thank you. I've listened to all of them. Um, I don't, I'm not going to listen to this one, but other than these, <laughs> other than this one, I think you've crushed all it's of them. It's very flattery. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Each one, I think it's getting a little better. I'm, I will pick myself apart for days, but I appreciate you saying that. A um, couple things. Actually, I'm going to talk about myself. I wasn't going to. I was going to make a joke anyway. about myself and then talk about Steven and you, but I do like our friendship a lot. Me too. I make jokes about this all the time, but Andy and I are somewhat very similar. And then we married like a the yin to the yang. Like I've said this when the four of us are hanging out, like if Andy and I ended up together, we'd be like Hurricane Adams coming to town. Mm -hmm. it, it's, like, it's like, we both just yeah. love to hang. Oh, we would have hated each we, other. Like, like, right? Two minutes or everyone yeah, else would have hated us yeah. too. Like it's just, mm -hmm. we, we didn't have a balance. We mm -hmm. wouldn't have a balance. Mm -hmm. But like we married the perfect balance. And then our spouses are like really good friends. And I love that. Yep. Like I feel like Jody yep. and Steven have like such a sweet little bond. 
Okay, but what I was actually going to say before that, Stephen has, so he has, he's from here, which he's like a little unicorn from Wilmington. So he's these great group of friends. And then a lot of them went to um, college with him. So yes, he has these high school friends that then went to college with him, which are amazing friends, different, but it ended up being in like different phases of life than us. Like some just got married, not a ton of kids. So he ended up, of course, naturally becoming friends with like my girlfriend's husbands, which we love. Like they clearly get along. But when we moved in, I'm going to get like sentimental here for a second. We moved in this neighborhood and he met you and Pat and Kevin. And I don't, there was like something that like clicked there. Like I remember the first night he came home from the ABG, the Andy Mar Grill. <laughs> and he was just like so happy. He was drunk. And, <laughs> fair uh, <laughs> but like he was just like they were so funny and nice and like now it's like looking back and you guys have this like a similar sense of humor similar marriages similar way of parenting i just i feel like he found his people with you it's guys he's amazing he's, he's like the coolest guy ever he really is, is. he's like the best he really is uh -huh. i know you're gonna say that but i'll <laughs> say it too um like he's amazing and it's fun and Pat's amazing, and Kevin, and like all these well, guys. Yeah, That's yeah. why I built a. Uh, if the, the listeners don't understand know this. <laughs> I built a bar in my backyard um, because I hate going out and because I had kids. But that's one of the reasons why I did that. Like, because I love my friends to come over and like we all hang out, and it's just great. And I think it's all because we're all around the same age and we have those kids. And I say the same age. I'm way older than that. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, um, he is. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> like, it's fine. I, I'm a, still a 12 year old at heart. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's great. This, this whole group of friends. Is, yeah, but you could have built that and it, it doesn't mean they'll come. I sit there by myself you, plenty of times. I sit there by myself many times, many nights, many nights. I really, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like, I, I don't know if I'm doing this conversation justice because he does, he's always had these like group of buddies, but again, different phases. And that. now you can't just like expect this or move in this neighborhood. And I really feel like. I don't know. I love, I love being like in burn bros. Burn bros. Like all, like he, he opens up his phone and he starts giggling. And I'm always like, no, it's from one of you guys. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, he's got one of those good sense of humor. I don't have to worry about what I'm sending yeah. him. Like, and hopefully he doesn't worry about anything. Hopefully I would never worry about anything. I also love when he's like gone. I think he was in Pinehurst and he's like, everyone's hanging out at the ABG. And I like text you guys. I'm like, can I come over? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Actually, I hope my voice didn't sound like that, always. but I'm like, I want to hang out. It too. did, but it's fine. You can, still it's <laughs> you can hear it. Andy, this was fun. So fun. Thanks I for like, having me. All right, here's what's been fun about this episode. Um, I have six sheets of like interviews. I don't even know. We were all over the place. But sometimes I think right. that's like I'm maybe coming in my own. I just this was like a conversation. It was fun. One. It was good. I was nervous. Um you didn't seem nervous, fun. so well, I was yeah. I mean, what yeah. am I gonna say? But. Do you know what's really weird? My headphones aren't working, but when like we have headphones on, it makes it way more nervous. Oh, really? Because yeah. like I like I'm wearing them and you're not, you're like, what is she hearing? <laughs> She's listening to me. She can't hear me. Oh, She's no, listening no. to music right now. And uh, we're just talking. Gosh, y'all, this has been really fun. Um, I really appreciate the support. I don't know. I said this on Jared's too, but please, like, don't stop texting me, messaging me. Let me know what you think, what you liked, what you didn't. Um, I don't know. It's been really fun. And I appreciate you guys staying tuned. Have a good one.
Bye. 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 Bye.